Time now for the 360 round, and today we focus on Pfizer. Vamil Devon's with us, Senior Biopharmaceuticals Research Analyst at Mizuho Americas, and Nathan Peterson, Director of Derivatives Analysis at Schwab Center for Financial Research. Thank you both for being with us. So, Vamil, what's your outlook here now that there's boosters for everybody, and we've gotten the approval here in the U.S.? It's a go. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously been a huge driver for Pfizer you know, their sales and earnings and also the stock with the vaccine and then the booster news coming out over the last few months, really. A little bit more of a surge, I think we see now in the next few months here with the approval for the booster in all adults. We also have the pediatric emergency use authorization, so that also drives things. Uh, so, yeah, I think we see the fourth quarter and certainly the first half of next year still being driven by Pfizer, you know, vaccine sales in the U.S. and outside the U.S. Uh, and then we also have the pill coming help treat COVID. So a lot of things that are still driving the Pfizer story in a positive direction. So, um, Vamil, just to clarify, right, you're talking about a lot of tailwinds, all good things. So, I mean, obviously, this yeah. helps the balance sheet and the stock as well, I would presume. It does. I mean, the stock's had a very nice run over the last, um, you know, several months here. We downgraded it earlier this year to neutral. I think more on concerns of the longer term story, because some of their key growth drivers, not the COVID related vaccine or pill, but there are other drivers that have been in the, in the, on the market for a number of years. But many of them are losing patent protection later in this decade. So they have a huge hole to fill. And I think the debate now with investors is, is the vaccine enough to fill that hole, especially assuming we're not all going to be getting boosters four or five years from now? Is this oral pill for COVID? Does it help fill the gap? I think these help, but there's still a pretty big gap mm -hmm. that they need to fill. That's where the cash, the healthy balance sheet and doing deals to bring in new assets is going to really be the yeah. key to the longer-term Pfizer story. Yeah, so there's exciting stuff to speak of when it comes to Pfizer. Nathan, you're taking a close look at the chart, which really just hit a high. Um, so there's obviously been a lot of buy on the rumor, too. Yeah, it certainly has come to life this year with, um, you know, the mill can probably speak to just basically the market's trying to price in, you know, what is the earnings trajectory and revenue growth and the duration from uh, the booster, from the vaccines, from the antivirals, et cetera, going forward. But yeah, you look at the chart, you can see that it, there was a lot of optimism. We actually ramped up to a new all-time high from 1999 back in August. Uh, but it subsequently kind of came back down and pared down. And I think that perhaps had to do with investors trying to price in just exactly how long is, is Pfizer going to benefit from these additional uh, sales from those uh, uh, three revenue sources I mentioned. Then you look on Friday, we went up and technically we notched a new fr fresh all-time high. But unfortunately for the bulls, it looks like we reversed and we're a little bit lower today. So I'd say from a near-term trading perspective, you got to be mindful and respectful of the potential double top that might be in place from August to basically last Friday. Yeah. And Vamil, I'm going to ask you both this about the rest of the group. Uh, you know, the Pfizer story with BioNTech, obviously, um, this data together. But when you compare it to the rest of the group, do you have broader thoughts? Yeah, we do. Again, that long, as we take, try and take a little bit of a longer term outlook, and as we mentioned, the duration of these revenue streams is very much in question. We like companies that have longer, more clarified, longer term duration streams. Specifically, Eli Lilly is one of our top picks in the large cap group. Uh, they have a strong yeah. product portfolio now. They have a an Alzheimer's product that's likely going to get approved next year. They have a big product for diabetes and potentially for obesity alone, even without diabetes, 
that might get approved next year and into the following year. Uh, so those are big long-term revenue streams that we know are pretty certain will be around for many, many years to come, potentially multi-billion dollar products. So we prefer those if you're looking at a longer-term perspective, but tough to discount the, the excitement around Pfizer shares right now given yeah. these big revenue streams that at least will help the near term. Yeah. And what are your thoughts, Nathan, as you take a look at Pfizer in comparison to the group or ETF of the group? Right. So, yeah, healthcare, in, uh, you know, in general, we have an outperform rating here at Schwab. I mean, when I when I think of healthcare, I think of it basically historically being one of those, um, you know, uh, in the value category um, when we're talking about pharma. Right. If we go into Moderna and we go into biotech and some of those other names and it gets, uh, you know, there's there's definitely some discrepancies there. But within big pharma, yeah, I think that. If interest rates continue to go up, um, when you, uh, I think some of that money flow from a sector like healthcare, due to the generally high uh, dividend yield and valuation, that could see some money flow. But uh, I think it still remains to be seen when and if interest rates are going to be going higher. So that's kind of what I have my eye on in relation to healthcare. Yeah, and Vamila, you know, even today they talk about the lockdowns that we're seeing in Austria, you know, is driving to work, heard more on the radio. That continues while over 2 million travelers are passing through for the Thanksgiving holiday. Um, what's the big picture here on the battle against COVID in your mind when you look at the stocks and these drugs? Yeah, it's a great question. I think it still comes down to trying to get more people vaccinated um, uh, in this country and, and certainly in, in Europe. And then I think that the social distancing measures, masking, things like that, that we're, we're also tired of doing, but have had to deal with over the last 18 months. I think it's, it's going to probably be more of the same over the next couple months here as we go forward. And certainly as the flu season sort of picks up, uh, most of these pharma companies and stocks, they you know, they performed pretty well you know, last year. Their business is pretty resilient. People are able to get their medications through the mail or through other means, unless you have the kind of business where you have to go in person to get your treatments. Uh, so I think most of our companies should, should be able to uh, withstand that. And then again, Pfizer, you know, Lilly, Merck, others that are benefiting from treatments or vaccines if the COVID sort of stays with us a little longer than we'd like. Yeah. And overall, as we get the news on the booster shot, it really brings optimism to the market, as we noted, right? We're seeing um, the reopening trade back up again today. Final thought here, Nathan, as we talk about this booster and how it's brought some optimism. Yeah, well, we're, we are still going into the winter season here. I think that, you know, we're, we're, we've seen some flare-up recently, obviously, over in Germany and Austria. So, yeah, we still want to be mindful of that and respectful of that. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, these types of companies, you got to keep in mind, they're really going to be kind of tractor-beamed to the developments around basically the reopening story, as well as, right. you know, all these government uh, announcements. We've seen, you know, that out of Canada, out of the U.S. that have just begin to hit. So just be mindful. If you're going to be playing in this space, you know, keep your eye on, on those two points. Yeah. All right. Vamil Devon, Mizuho Americas, Nathan Peterson, Schwab Center for Financial Research. Thank you both. We'll have a good look there at Pfizer and some of the others. Thank, Thank you. you.